of the Half Mom, Half Boss podcast. Uh, we doing this a little different, okay? Cause technology wasn't on our side today, but we're gonna still give you an amazing interview. Um, today I have with me Marissa. Marissa is a full-time mom, full-time entrepreneur, full-time wife, and she craft and be doing all the Pinterest shit. So I'm not gonna give it fully away. I'm gonna let her uh, introduce herself and then we're gonna get this interview busting. So Marissa, please tell us a little bit about yourself, girl. Yeah, so of course, my name is Marissa. I am, um, as she said, full-time mom, a work from home mom, wife, business owner, entrepreneur. I own um, Marissa Kelly Virtual Assistant Services. Um, I am a virtual assistant. I help um, busy business owners, help them with, wait, one more second. I help busy uh, business owners focus on their growth of their business by providing them admin support so they can finally focus on their expansion. And on the side, I do do crafting and, <laughs> and other things along with being a fun mom. So she being modest, y'all. She be making full chimneys out of boxes, okay? You know, there's Valentine parties that you get at Target. She be having hugs with a crayon. She, she, uh, she's the truth. So she's being very modest, guys. Uh, but Marissa, how? Okay, so how many uh, children do you have, mm -hmm. and what are their ages? So I have three. Actually, they're all about to be so ten, five, and two. So we got birthdays literally in weeks and everyone's about to be 10 5 and 2 yeah <laughs> so so let's let's get into this what led you to the business that you do now um so i was a executive assistant in corporate for like 5 plus years but really happened was in 2018 i got pregnant with my son mm -hmm. and i realized that this this thing don't really work. Um, mm -hmm. Just the day to day, the running around, all the things. I was an EA. I was an operations manager too. I was also an event coordinator. So all those things I wasn't able to really do, and I didn't necessarily want to do. Right. I was then growing a family. Right. Um. So I had the idea in 2018. I think I could do this from home, but uh, didn't do it. I had my son switched over to a different position that was closer to home. Still mm -hmm. an EA in corporate America. Started to really feel that shift of uneasiness. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I probably should do this. I started t doing little jobs on the side, like right. helping people um, here and there. And as I continuously help people, I was like, you know what? We should jump the gun. Then I got pregnant with my daughter. COVID hit. Had a pandemic baby, and I was just like, I'm not about to go back to work. Like, I know the difference with um, like having now three kids. Right. And it just it doesn't. It wasn't working, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. The end of 2021, I officially was like, I'm doing this from home. I did that. I was doing corporate and that too. Right. Schedule and life happened, and maybe it was just divine, <laughs> divine right. timing. I love all of them. Yeah, it was divine timing, and I was just like, all right, we're doing this full time now. And that's what happened. So even with that, like, I feel like COVID in itself was scary as hell because... Yeah. You know, we've been through some things. I know my generation, you know, 9-11 and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So to see the world at a complete standstill, like nobody moving or, you know, we yeah. outside with these masks on and things like that. Mm -hmm. That was scary as hell. Mm -hmm. Because uh, Messiah, my youngest, he was born um, January 16th. Mm -hmm. So what, four or six weeks in, it's like, okay, we're shut down. 
And so it's like, in the back of my mind, you know, I'm like, damn, is the zombie apocalypse right. coming? Like, <laughs> right, no, for real. Um, for real. So I definitely get that whole aspect of not wanting to be in the workplace. And then, like, with me, I was staying at my dad because I was going through, um, you know, a breakup, a, yeah, a yeah. real nasty breakup. Mm -hmm. And so I was the healthiest one. So mm -hmm. I'm the one going out to get the groceries and stuff like that. So I can only imagine being a new mom, yeah. you know, the second time yeah. and not knowing what's out there. Like, do I want to even take that chance to go out there? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I found myself um, having to tell my boss at the time, like, hey, I don't feel comfortable. I think I was maybe like six or seven months pregnant, something like that. But I was like, I don't feel comfortable like right. going back in. Can I just continue to work from home? Because I was scared. Right. Um, and the way everybody was making it seem and then just like, you know, kid, little kids in school. Then if you go to work and my husband's already going to work. So right. I'm like, listen, I'm, right. I don't really want to do this too, too much. And honestly, yeah, that's just kind of where it led me, I think it was, I think the pregnancy may have saved me because I kind of had that to fall back on because mm -hmm. I was a little scared to to actually leave that position in general with like COVID and, and whatnot. Right. If I wasn't pregnant, I'd probably be like, okay, yeah, I'll come back in and I would have never like touched my business. Right. Like, so it pushed you. Mm -hmm. So with being pregnant with my daughter, I was like, you know, safety out of me and my daughter. And then not only that, I'm like, this is going to like kind of leave me like, hey, I I can't come back in. You know what I mean? And I couldn't, honestly, because I was honestly scared. But I was like, I can't come back in. But the more I stayed working from home with that option, I was able to, like, piece by piece start putting more and more right, business right. together. Yeah. And I think, see, with me, it was the opposite. Because mm -hmm. I've been self-employed since 2016. But I depended on the school system. You know, right. so... Yeah. So having three teenagers, mm -hmm. um, and then now it's like they got to stay at home with me. Who for the fucking feel these damn kids? That's and nice. then oh it's God. like, okay, I got to cook now. And yeah. then I just had a new baby, mm -hmm. going through a bad relationship where mm -hmm. restraining orders and everything yeah. is involved. So it's like from a mental space. Yeah, it was like, what the fuck do I do next? You and, know? Yeah. And to add on to the mental space, I dealt with. So my first time I dealt with postpartum anxiety. Okay. Which I had no idea. I didn't even right. know that existed. Because you always hear this about postpartum right. depression. With my second, um, with my daughter, I dealt with postpartum anxiety too, but it was worse. Right. And I didn't know that it could get any worse. So it's just like you're battling these these things. Your body is different. That was like my second C-section. Right, right. This anxiety that you have, and it's like you can't shake it. And that's just like on the day to day. So then you try to say like, oh, let's go back to work or let's also right, build a business too. Right. And you're like, you're trying to, my kids got different schedules. It was a mess. Like the pandemic, you, I was just like almost in shambles. Like, I mean, literally washing bottles and like crying mm -hmm. on the phone with my dad. Like, I don't know if I could do this. Like it kept, I kept feeling like a, um, I explained like a turtleneck. You had a turtleneck mm -hmm. on and you try mm -hmm. to like snatch it off mm -hmm. and like the anxiety would come back. And I'm like, I can't, I can't shake this. Like I'm. I want to ask for help, but then I was scared that they were going to put me on medicine. Right, because that's what they like, do. Especially, yeah. I feel like, to us women of color, that's what mm -hmm. they do first. It's like, oh, okay, here's a script, uh, antidepressants, but even with that, it's like, then that's another rabbit hole because when mm -hmm. I try to yeah. feel better and wing off of it, I might have suicidal thoughts and blah, blah, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so I definitely get it because my issue was I started stress eating mm -hmm. because it's like I got a six-week-old and then now I'm trying to homeschool three kids. Mm -hmm. I ain't looked at a damn algebra book in this many years and then <laughs> whole house just stress eating. We all, you know, they're in the house eating more because they're at home. Right. 
I'm stressing because I don't know what the hell is going on. Exactly. So that actually what, you know, um, and we'll get into that a little later. That actually mm -hmm. what snowballing me to into working out because it's like, mm -hmm. okay, no, I'm not going to come up out of this. Whenever the world opened up and be 300 pounds. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> that's that's that homeschooling too. That was a that was a different ball game with a with a newborn. So I was just like, I'm not the teacher. And then my my oldest son, um, he was just like homeschooling. He was like, what? Because he's shy. So like being active online and trying to build his confidence with being active online, he would prefer to ask me questions than the teacher. So like I'm literally teaching him pumping at one point and I got my like two-year-old. Exactly. Like, so it's just a shit show. Yeah. What? You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm glad that I, that we got over that. But like to the, the point of like the medicine, I reached out to my doctor and I was like, hey, I'm feeling these feelings. It's not bad. I just feel very anxious and she did prescribe me something. And I was like, you know what? I tried to, just, I changed my mind on going that route. Okay. And I tried a lot of, um, honestly, skin to skin with my baby. Okay. Which helped a little bit. And then, like, that and kind of, like, doing walks and stuff actually helped. I'm Nature grateful. helped, yes. I'm grateful that yes. it did, that it did help because, like, it was, because it, it lasted for a couple months. Okay. It lasted for a couple months, and I was just confused. <laughs> I'm like, So, she chose nature. I chose marijuana. Look at but, uh, <laughs> So... <laughs> So we're talking about edibles, right? Mm -hmm. And this ain't this is totally off off question here and stuff like that. So I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know if you remember, like years ago, uh, you know, it was a whole Oprah episode where they had like the the white women, you know, stay at home moms, mm -hmm. and they were talking about how marijuana saves their lives and make them a better mm -hmm. mom. And I agree with them. And here's why, you know, ever since uh, weed has been made legal here in Illinois. So I have, you know, more so edibles than actually smoking, mm -hmm. um, but I do have the pre-rolls and it's, you know, it's sativa and then there's indigo. Sativa is like an upper, okay. indigo is like a downer, like okay. we need to rest and stuff, but sativa helps with like focus and things like that. Oh. So with me being an entrepreneur, you know, I'm a single mom. So okay. I got four kids, four different schools, four different tuitions, um, business, you know, mm -hmm. trying to have a day life, uh, you know, a love mm -hmm. life, trying to work out, you know. So it's like my brain don't always go down. Right. And like we just previously talked about, you know, sometimes when we go to our doctors about concerns, it's automatically, oh, you need an antidepressant. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like, no, I'm not depressed. I just need some type of system or skill mm -hmm. to help me manage Everything that's going on yeah. in my brain. Yeah. So that's why I um, started uh, <laughs> with the drugs. But so my funny story is, um, please don't lock me up. I hope this is not uh, incriminating <laughs> me. But I had made me a batch of Rice Krispies, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they Rice Krispies. Right. So I'm sh cutting them and stuff, perfect and stuff. And I'm just nibbling, nibbling. Yeah. Every time, you know, the accent. Mm -hmm. And when it hit me, I think I slept a full day. Really? <laughs> I could not get up. So it's like, um, like I said, I'm a fan. F I, I, I am a believer of marijuana just mm -hmm. because it's more natural to me than drinking. Yeah. Um, and then you can always control like by the breakdown and stuff like okay. that. Um, so yeah, I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just here to try it again. I had a bad experience okay. with one, um, and I, I'm a, so that was my first and only time. Okay, from what I was told, like mm -hmm. what my experience was, it's like I went through the whole trip. I guess that's what 
Okay. So like, um, it was my husband's birthday. We had a small party. You know, they had like it was like um, looks like sour patch trees, uh -huh. but like it was a small one. The string, like the string, not the whole string. Okay. It was like a like like a smaller okay. version. And I'm like, you know, okay, that's that's fine. I'll go. I'm home. I'm you know. Things were funny. Things were hilarious until the back of my teeth started vibrating. That's when it went left. <laughs> I said, wait, what? And then it was like my eyes got to water and I'm like, oh, this is funny. And then I had the rocking chair, the nursing, you know, the nursing rocking chair. I sat in the rocking chair and I was trying to grab the balloon. I felt like I was falling. It was just horrible. And then it was just like, <laughs> I couldn't go to sleep. I felt like I was melting in the bed. I was like, this is just too much. And the next day I was like, to my stomach, I was in the bathroom. So maybe you thing. consume too much. Maybe I. I but know. yeah, it was small though. Yeah, but but sometimes like the dosage be higher. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. So same. the amount of you know. And you know, I should have known that because who it came from? They were well seasoned. In the see, 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 see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? I was I was new to it, and I was just like. <sighs> and see, that's why I like the good thing about um the dispensary is mm -hmm. like. I go, um, I tell them what's going on. You know, right, hey, right. I can't sleep. Okay, mm -hmm. boom, this. Hey, I got a big project. I need to. Yeah, yeah. Need to okay, focus. and then right. they can, you know what I'm saying? Right. Them having their product knowledge help. So I would definitely say if you're interested the next time, go to dispensary way and then mm -hmm. just let them know like, hey, this is my little busy life. Sometimes I just need yeah. to shut my brain. You know what I'm saying? So I think that would be a de uh, definitely a great way. I am mm -hmm. not uh, anyways <laughs> like, encourage anyone to do drugs. <laughs> However, like I say, to me, it's from the earth. Yeah. Uh, I work out. You know, mm -hmm. I eat a clean diet. Mm -hmm. I prefer that way opposed to drinking. Gotcha. Um, so, so yeah, let, yeah, let's keep this interview going. Oh, this yeah. What a handy act. What <laughs> a handy act. I was just flat. So... I do so. Do you consider consider yourself like an introvert or ext, uh, extrovert? Mm -hmm. Is that how you say it? Yeah. And what are the pros and cons as it relates to your business? So, uh -huh. so example, just to give them an example, mm -hmm. um, what you do? You know, you work from behind the screens for the most part. No uh -huh. phone. Is that better for somebody that's an introvert, mm -hmm. or can it be better for somebody that's an extrovert? So, personality wise, for me, I'm a good, I'd say fifty fifty. Okay. Um, I am a, when it comes to business though, what's interesting is that I tell people all the time, and this has been me ever since I've like started working in corporate America, I work well with others, but I work best alone. Yeah. Uh, even when I used to go in the office, I love to be the first person there. Nobody's there. I got my music. Right. It's, it's good. To, I just, that was just me. So, um, personality wise, when it comes to the introvert per, uh, part of it, that's more so for me, like being behind the scenes, just work, having a workflow, doing my own thing. We have a, a task or assignment. I'm doing mm -hmm. it. I'm checking out, but I'm a check. I'm a checklist type of person. Right. I'm a color coordination type of person. So, <laughs> see what I'm saying? So we interviewing, and then here comes the toddler with the iPad. See why we talking about this? Have mom, have boss life. This it's real life, you can't. It's real. You can't cut it's this stuff life. off. Like who does that? But go ahead. Yeah. Um. But the extroverted part of me is very much so um connecting with people okay. and like connecting with other business owners very much so connecting with other mompreneurs um and just like i'm a very positive and exciting person okay. and so like i like to live my life that way so okay. i mean when i'm talking to clients once we get to know each other finding the flow and the vibe of them we have our own like dialect 
conversation. I love to write in like emojis and, and gifs and stuff like right. that. And that and that works for people. Showing right. up as myself and Absolutely. to help them. Yeah, like that part of the extrovert part, that, that really does um that does well. If people wanted to be like a virtual assistant, it can go either way. Right. You know, because it's such a, a wide range of things you can right, do as a, as a VA. If you are like a tech person maybe and right. you're just into IT and you're an introvert, that might be great because it's right. kind of like, okay, here's my ticket, here's my problem. Right. Thanks, got it. You know what I mean? Right. Outside of being, you have to be a smidget of an extrovert because you need to like generate business. Right. So you have Absolutely. to market yourself. You Absolutely. Or at least put something out there right. of yourself to, to do that. But um yeah, what was the other part of the question? No, that was it. You you went over, you went on the pros and cons, and then mm-hmm. like the because I, I know I am a heavy extrovert. Mm-hmm. Um, I always been life of the party, captain of the chili team. Yeah. My mama was my uh, chili coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think I do have days where it's like like now um, in the background, guys, there's boxes everywhere. Mm-hmm. But like when it's time to like produce and like get creative with my hands, I'm yeah. starting to enjoy like. You know, one or two people that knows how I operate, mm-hmm. but more so introvert in that aspect. And I just yeah. like the grind and that. Like you say, turn on music. But I definitely agree with you, not just in the virtual assistant realm, but in any business. And you said it, mm-hmm. showing up as yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because what I've learned in this thing, um, a business, like how I even got to this half mom, half boss. Uh, I'm about to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> how I got to this process was just looking at myself like, what are my struggles and connecting with women who have yeah. the same struggles and like we're just coming up with a solution as mm-hmm. a whole. And so now like with this podcast, it's just like, okay, you have your issues of being a mom and being a boss and mm-hmm. you know, like what you're battling with and some yep. of the things you've overcome. I have mine. Let's let's connect and share this shit with women across yeah. the world and not just for some braggadocious standpoint, but it's like Hey, I'm going through this. Maybe somebody else needs to hear what you went through and how you overcame it Mm -hmm. so they can keep fighting. You know, because the reason why I got the name Have Mom, Have Boss, because it was just like growing up, it was like, oh, no, you have kids. You got to be a mama. You can't do nothing but be a mama. You know, they put you in that box. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to be a mama and a boss. And I'm going to make the shit work. You know, it ain't going to look pretty every day. And some days it's downright fucking ugly. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it work and I'm going to live life on my terms and be my authentic self. Right, right. And you know what? To piggyback off of that, with authenticity, I I struggle with that, which is very interesting. I struggle with it as it relates to my business, with me doing it. Um, full time, like this right. is this is what I do because again, I come from a corporate background. So, for example, like LinkedIn intimidates me. Really, I am very I, I shouldn't be, but because like everyone is corporate, everyone is so like spiffy and suit and tie, and I I've gotten better with, but I struggled for a while finding my voice within right. the business right. because business wise and like doing what I do coming from corporate it's very this and third da, 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 right, you know what I mean right. um, people I work with always say I'm like humorous and like bring light and stuff like that but how I am as Marissa being a virtual assistant and just like the fun the excited the right. positive like trying to find that balance of a voice right I'm like I don't want to seem immature like I don't want to seem like I don't know like can I say these can I say these things can I like make jokes I'm like make jokes and just be I'm big on corny like I am so corny but that's just me right so I'm like how can I express myself in my business because I'm like if I do it very like black and white 
It don't but sound right. And then like, also, it's like, right. but also, too, black and white is like corporate, you know? It's yeah. like, but then when you take that step into entrepreneurship, it's like, I want to color with all the damn colors in the exactly. rainbow. And so, and, and, and it's okay to do yeah. it because, like, even with, you know, cycling and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it's like, when I introduce myself to new people in the classroom, hey, we're going to listen to music with a lot of profanity mm -hmm. and I'm going to curse. But it's not in no tear you down type of way. Yeah. It's just like, you know. That's I'm a, Exactly. And mm -hmm. I'm a big person on music. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we gangbangers in here. We twisting up our fingers <laughs> and we're having, you know, we're having we fun. But I also feel like that's what helped me found the claims because yeah. everybody is not going to like you. That's exactly. given. Yes. But when you show yes. up your authentic self, I think you save time on weaning out who really yes. is your audience and who's not. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I sugarcoat that I curse, okay, and then one day I drop the F-bomb because I'm upset, and then now people looking at like... Oh, she cursed? Like, you know, like, but, it was like right. Yeah. But if yeah. I say, come on, you know, and like I say, it's all in the gas you up and yep. courage you type of way. But if yep. I show up as that, it's like either you're going to accept it or that, yeah. that bitch cussed too much. We're going to, you know, go yeah. find somebody else. And that's understandable. So Absolutely. I definitely think out of all that, showing up authentic and like you say, your mm -hmm. true self mm -hmm. helps. Yeah. And it helps you weed out what you, who you want to work with too. Because you're like, if I am like this, I don't have to hide myself. I don't right. have to shrink myself. If I can show up as I am and like, hey, these are the services. Well, how I'm explaining it is how it is. Right. If I say like, oh, well, this is what I do with time, right. this and the third, to someone and they may like it. But as soon as after we have our, our calls and stuff and I'm like messaging you like, oh, that was a close one, huh? And you're like, what? And I'm like, right. oh, now I got to reel it back in. But it really does help you kind of see who you want to work with and it helps you to um like for me on the onboarding process well before the onboarding process kind of like the discovery call and stuff mm -hmm. like okay maybe this person is a maybe they're a micromanager maybe they are very very tedious or it's like okay this person is a little bit laid back or too laid back and you're kind of like I think we're working well together like right. this will be fine or it's like oh okay I might have to add more to this or take some of this away but at this point you're like this is the person I want to work with, the type of client I would like to right, work with. Right. And this is different. And I'm at the point now where I'm okay if something doesn't work out. Because before I used to be like, I want to get everybody. You right. know what I mean? When you start now, you're like, everybody. I just want to get everybody. Yeah, because so you now, want the money. You're yeah. looking at like, yeah. you know, I got this amount of be especially when you're full, mm -hmm. time, full time. Yeah. It's just like, I got kids, I got bills, I got this, I got this dude. Yep. So it's like money, 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 money. Here come the toddler, I believe. Um, but yeah, so you yeah. you're really motivated to take everything. But then a lot of times what I've learned is when you go outside your niche or you overstretch yourself, it'd be the worst it damn experience exhausting. ever. It is exhausting. Hey! So the toddler has joined us. Okay, we'll be right back. Disclaimer. For the next couple of questions, if you hear a toddler running around in the background, that's Messiah. He's being dramatic. So, yeah, we're going to keep this party started. Um, so, as it relates to business, mm -hmm. what was one of your biggest failures mm -hmm. and what did you learn from it? Um, off the top, I could probably say taking on just everybody. Um, and I think that's it's just like a lesson learned on doing that, taking some of everybody and not really filtering out what it is that I truly want. Right. Um, 
I was operating out of fear, I want to say, in the start of it, because I just, I mean, I don't have a lot of entrepreneurs around me. Right, right. You know, so all these questions, all these feelings, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know what, you know, so I was like, well, I'll just take anybody, I'll just do anything, and um, it didn't, like we said before, like, it kind of, it's one of the most exhausting experiences when you do do that. Right. Um, and then, I, I can say definitely um, not giving myself grace. I can, I struggle with that too right now, but um, not giving myself grace in the things that I do day to day, because like being half mom, being half boss, some, we try to always say, oh, we try to find balance, but sometimes it's not going to be balanced, and it took me a minute to be okay with that, because I felt like either I was a failure as a mom, or I felt like I was a failure in my business in a sense, but I'm like, you know, Something's got to give. Like, I had to come to a realization that you won't always have balance, but you can always give a little take with them, you know? So, I don't, you know, I think that in a failure sense, by just not following my intuition, right? Because right, right. a lot of times, whenever I had those situations where I'm like, <clears throat> oh no, like maybe you shouldn't, you know, try to get everything, or maybe you shouldn't say that you offer this. Every single time that happened, I felt something, but I did it anyway. And every single time I did it anyway. Yeah, fucked in the end. Every time. It was just like, I probably, so then I started to like pay attention. Even with my kids, like, like how Messiah is running around. My daughter's the same way. I make a joke out of it with my clients and I say, you may get my, um, right. my co-workers yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, that makes me feel better. But my daughter, she wants, to, she's a clean, stage three, clean task. Right. So I'm like, you know, no, 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 you can't. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can't. I have to keep putting you down. I feel bad. Like, am I feeling as a mom right now? Right. I have to realize, no, I'm not. I just have to <laughs> kind of prioritize certain things. So if I got to stop, I'll stop. Yeah. And as you hear, <laughs> as you hear right now, and this is like, like pure vulnerability right now because, like you said, the mom guilt is so real. Yeah. You know, like part yes. of me is just like, I want to stop. I want to address him. Especially like, like I said, I've been dealing with a big order that I've been actually working on since Friday. Today, you know, is the day I'm I'm uh, scheduled to wrap things up. Right. However, you know, it's like not being able to spend time with him or do things for him. You know, it makes you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm being a bad mom right yeah. now. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, no, this is a part of the process because yeah. if we stop every time we have to address it, we'll never get anything accomplished. Mm -hmm. And our accomplishments is tied to our income and our revenue and our growth. You know what I'm saying? So if we keep stopping, we'll never get business. So I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I think one of my my biggest failures have been um, okay, I got many of them, but I think staying or letting failure stay with you longer than it needs to, you know, because you, you're expecting to be successful and just go and just go and go. Right, right. But for every successful cycle, there's probably 30, 40, 40 failures yeah. that you go through before you even get to that. Yeah. And, you know, another reason for this podcast is to talk about that transparency. Yeah. Because now if you look at people, it's just like, 
Yeah, get your LLC and make a damn million dollars tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like, you know, that's not the truth. Right, right. So, um, yeah. so I think that was my biggest, or, you know, and I still battle with it because no one wants to hear no's and rejection. But yeah. at that point, it's like, that's when faith comes in. It's just like, no. You know, God got something better, or this is God redirection. Yeah. But when you take an L, you just like God yeah. damn. Especially, especially as an entrepreneur, if you mm -hmm. invest in money and things like that, and you're just like, I really just fucked off everything, you know, and it didn't go through. So what's yeah. next? Yeah, I think that also too. I think failure is often like disguised as fear, because honestly, like now in my mind, like it's like a like I didn't, I didn't mess up or fail anything. It was just a lesson learned. Right. But sometimes out of fear, like how do we get to those failures? Because we did something out of fear or out of a lack right. mindset because right. we didn't think that we could do it or yep. we, we didn't think we could accomplish it. So we're doing things that go against our like intuition, yeah, yep. and our, our like inner thoughts and stuff like that. But I think that once you come to grips on like who you are and like. In business, you're going to always be evolving. Like, you're not going to be the same business owner that you were last week, last year. You know what I mean? Right. But once you kind of, like, come to grips with, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I like to do. When you start operating out of a sense of joy, mm -hmm. the fear, well, the fairy that's disguised as fear slowly starts to, like, fade away. Yeah. And you start to be real with yourself. Like, right. okay, maybe this isn't the best idea or the best option for me right now but right. you know I'm I'm not necessarily a bad mom or I'm not necessarily a bad wife or a bad you know business person I just have to take things into consideration as they are right now and just grow through it <laughs> this has been such an experience uh, I wish I had like what they call them webcams that just be like recording in the oh, background yeah, 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 yeah. cause this has been the damn circus okay mm -hmm. uh, but so what is what does your morning routine look like? Ooh, hmm. a circus? No, <laughs> it can. You know what? It it varies, but when I have a good flow, wake up at five thirty. I um, my daughter is kind of up too, but I wake up at five thirty. I work out either one or two ways. I either work on my body or I work on my mind. I'm not gonna lie to you, a lot of times it be the mind. <laughs> it don't be the work out hey, my body. Hey. But when I say work on my mind, I'll read a book. Okay. Right now I'm reading, I'm rereading um You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. Okay. Phenomenal book. Okay. Read it. Get it. You won't be disappointed. Um, I read that for probably like 10 minutes. If I can get 20 minutes in, that's great, but about um, 10 minutes when it comes to working out, I'll probably do like a 10 to 20 minute workout. Okay. Um I make breakfast, I get the kids up, take a shower, and kind of, I don't start work until I let the kids, um, so the kids are kind of like, my oldest is off to school, okay. so it's like breakfast, it's Bluey, <laughs> it's Bluey, it's Gracie's Corner, and then um, once my oldest is off to school, I have the youngest with me, and then at about 9 o'clock, I'll start, start working on some stuff, and then what else happens in the morning? Mid mid morning, I have to get my son ready for school okay. and my daughter out the door. So okay. we're getting them ready. We're taking them taking him to school, coming back. My son's only in school for like two hours and some change. Then I come go get him and come back, and like that goes from the morning from five thirty till about two o'clock. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's like a morning and afternoon. But yeah, that's pretty much how it is. So I asked that question because. I'm in, I'm finally getting to a space where I'm establishing a morning routine. Okay. So like you know I work out. Ideally, I try to in a perfect world I'm at the gym at 4 a.m. Okay. 
or I'm working out at home. But sure, now, sure. because I have so much going on, my mornings is I pray. Mm -hmm. I got a prayer roll down in my notes. Mm -hmm. Same mm -hmm. same prayer every day. God hit this point, this point, this point. You mm -hmm. know. So it's that, and then I have like uh, affirmations. I think it's like twenty of them mm -hmm. because like I had battled with imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. You know, just the the self worth and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So my affirmations are geared around that. Mm -hmm. um, I do a meditation. Mm -hmm. Haven inspired. It's a black. Uh, it's a black lady. She does meditation. I met her in person at mm -hmm. a. Uh, Fit and wellness workshop or whatever. Yeah. She's amazing, but no more than 10 minute meditations. A lot of them are five to seven minutes. She mm -hmm. has like black girl meditation, you know, mm -hmm. self worth. It's, it's, it's bomb. Um, so I'll listen to that and then okay. I'll listen to um, 10 minute morning motivation, you know, Tony mm -hmm. Romo, you know, all those type of yeah, people yeah. that get me fired up. Mm -hmm. Shower, get dressed, then start getting the kids dressed. Uh -huh. In the morning, I stopped at three different schools. Um, and then, like you say, by nine o'clock, I'm somewhere trying to get situated yeah. to get my day started. Yes. But I ask you that because I've noticed a shift mm -hmm. in the, I guess, the urgency of mm -hmm. having a morning routine. Because mm -hmm. for so long, I just winged it. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm over here, I'm over there, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And a lot of times, it's like I didn't check in with myself in the yeah. morning. Yeah. And that was so exhausting because mm -hmm. it's like you're going, you're going, you're going mm -hmm. and then you just fucking burn out Right. right. but it's like now it's like it's to the point where don't call me before a certain time mm -hmm. it, uh, business people you can call, I'm just not going to answer the okay. phone before 9am mm -hmm. and and um, and I don't mean that to say be mean or harsh or nothing like yeah. that but I had to establish that boundary yeah. because it was people calling me at 7 o'clock in the morning 6 a.m. or relatives, yeah. hey, I need this, you know, yeah. like that whole sense of urgency, and it's yeah. just like, no, let me check in with myself, let me make sure I'm at the yes. mental capacity to deal mm -hmm. with my, what my day has to offer, yeah. and then we'll go from there, so that's why I brought up that question, because mm -hmm. so many people and so many entrepreneurs, when I talk to them, if they're killing shit, 10 times out of 10, they got some type of morning mm -hmm. routine. Mm -hmm. It might fluctuate or vary from time to time, yeah. but they got a routine. Yeah. Then, but on, on, the other, on the other side, when I talk to people, it's just like, uh, some days I get over here and do that, and then I just be like, okay, well, you're probably growing into it, but you haven't hit that point where it's like full execution. Mm -hmm. Because what I've learned, if you don't play in the day, the day won't play in you, and then you're going to end up at the mall some damn well right. target me on guilty or <laughs> yeah. target just pushing just what am yeah, I in yeah. here for what am I coming here for right so it's definitely important so that is a good thing and a good nugget guys establish a morning routine mm -hmm. it's, it's vital to your mental and emotional wellness yeah and the success of your business and too here's a here's an alternative to a morning routine it took me two and a half months to wake up at 5 30 naturally like mm -hmm. I was training myself. I mm -hmm. had my alarm on at five thirty, and I wasn't the first month. I was not making. We were getting mm -hmm. up at six fifteen. <laughs> but um, sounds about right. Yeah, but I was training myself to wake up at five thirty just because I'm like I want to try to like work out in the morning. You know, mm -hmm. I think it was around that time where that real big trend of like my five a.m. morning. I'm like, well, I want to try it. But in the midst of me training, I wasn't successful at waking up at 5.30 because I was being unrealistic, too. Mm -hmm. That was because I still had a baby who was not sleeping through the night. Right. So it was these, I started to put myself up here, like, oh, I want to be like, you know, the 5 a.m., but it wasn't working. So that's why I said it took me two and a half months. After I started to get into a flow, once I got into that 5.30, like, waking up at 5.30 naturally, like, to go to the bathroom or whatever, I started to feel good at the point, like, oh, I just... 
I just did the first step. I woke up at 5.30. So like it can be building uh, building blocks to like your self care right. and your morning routine. Right. Because a lot of times like we do see online, the, the uh, 5 a.m. routine and stuff like that, they're not giving you like the backstory and stuff. People are dealing this with- This girl is dropping not, yeah. not knowledge and nuggets. <laughs> Be <laughs> realistic. Yeah, so like it took a minute, but I had to build myself up to mm-hmm. get to that point. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, here I am beating myself up because I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. But you're not sleeping through the night. Right. You're right. still you're still stress eating. You're having dinner at ten o'clock. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, but once I got to that point, like, all right, cool. I'm up at five thirty. Now that was the first step. Now, okay, I'm gonna try to do a workout. I'm not gonna make it thirty minutes because I know I'm not gonna do thirty minutes. Right. If I do thirty minutes, I'm gonna stop in the middle of it. Somebody's gonna want something. I'm gonna feel like I did like I failed. You know, so I'm gonna do ten minutes. When I do ten minutes, plus you can't tell me nothing. Where's ice coffee? Give it, give it to me. You know what I mean? Be um, realistic. Yes. That yes. is so important. And Please. you and you said it. Social media put these challenges out there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like you look at people, their kids grown. Yeah. Ain't nobody in the house with yep. them. You they know, have or, help. They have help. They gotta cook. They yep. gotta clean the service. They got some level of assistance. Yeah. Or they got a supportive partner. OMG, that's a whole nother episode in itself. Like yeah. the how <laughs> How having the right partner can take and make your life so much easier. Yes. That's a whole... That we, listen, you can have me on another one. <laughs> oh, listen, that. listen. Because, like, even just from my personal experience in dating and stuff like that, sometimes your partner will be the... Oh, how do you say this without being harsh? But be the biggest damn distraction Mm -hmm. or secretly jealous of you, Mm. secretly competing with you. It's so Mm. much that we can get off into that. But back to the nugget and the message here Mm -hmm. is like with setting the morning routine, be realistic. Please give yourself grace too. Absolutely. Because it's a process with everything, learning new habits, breaking old habits, breaking generational curses. All that stuff is a process. So it's nothing like you... this ain't this ain't no Instagram real where we can speed mm-hmm. this shit up and get mm-hmm. to the end. It's mm-hmm. a process. Mm-hmm. So we have to go through it. But that was definitely very, very important right there. Being realistic. Cause we're talking about five and four a.m. You might be like, I'm starting my day at one o'clock. What the hell I'm getting up for? But on the backside, you might stay up to two a.m. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about like doing what's best for you. So mm-hmm. what is your biggest pet peeve? In mm. motherhood mm. and as entrepreneurship. Mm. In entrepreneurship, I should say. Motherhood is people just always thinking I'm accessible. Meeting people, meeting my little ones. But I can't get mad at them for that though. They're, they're little, so them seeing me at home, you know, mom, you're here. That is uh that is definitely a pet peeve of mine. Uh, but I'm learning to to live with it because it comes with the it comes right. with the territory, you know what I mean. But no matter how much I try to like get someone to sit down, get all the snacks, I give you everything you need. You still need something, and right. I'm very much so. This is gonna sound bad. I know it's gonna sound bad. Fuck uh, it. But I'm just I realize <laughs> that um I am I can be selfish within my like motherhood entrepreneurship journey because like I don't have to eat. I need to hash this out. You know what I mean? Like, so um, then when they get hungry, I'm like, ugh, why oh, can't you stop oh, feeding you? You're so like, damn greedy. I'm planning though. <laughs> like, even when I, like, if I plan out the meals and stuff, I'm gonna go. 
massage. Can you just hold on 10 minutes? But it's like, no. Right, they can't do it. Like, little, yeah, that's like, true. So, like, I have to, to, to switch my mind with that. But, I, I mean, again. But I don't think that's yeah. just selfish. It's just, like, you understand, like, when you in that flow, yeah, and you're killing shit. It's yes. just like you can just keep going. Like they're like, oh, yeah. Damn. So being interrupted. So maybe yeah, it's, maybe the it's not the babies. It's just more so being right because you're in the flow with my flow. Um, but like that depends on what comes first. You know, right. is it motherhood or is it entrepreneurship? Right. Sometimes that can change. Right, it can. It can vary from day to day. And then, and when I say vary, I mean like obviously the kids are taken care of. Like I'm not right. leaving them. No, no, no. You know what I mean? But like the stopping the the stop and go in my day and workflow, especially when I've already like I know how to plan my day around the days I have to jump off, pick up stuff. So I'm not, right. I'm not gonna do stuff. But when I got that time and at that hour, I call it my power hours. When I have my power hours, and no, I'm I definitely get it. Woo, child. Uh, <laughs> Now, with entrepreneurship, a pet peeve of mine with entrepreneurship um, is when <laughs> when people. Um, She's scared to get it out, child. I'm trying to. I'm She's trying, trying to, to make it sound way. cute. Wait till my turn. I'm gonna <laughs> I just. I think it's when um, when people ask you what you do and how you can help, and they say, "Oh, okay. So if I take this off, what does that look like?" Keep in mind, meaning if they if they take off a certain service, this what is, is the, price? the price? Okay. What does the price look like, right? And I'll say what it is. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I don't think I need all that. I just need this, that, and the third. And I'm like, okay. But then you pay for this, that, and the third. And then you need all and the then other you shit. Need the other stuff. And it's like, well, I thought that you said that you helped with absolutely. You tell me that you didn't want that. Right. So, I'm so giving now you, you kind of feel some type of way because I'm not offering that part. Like I'm stopping at this part. Right. And it's kind of just, and now you're mad at me. And I'm like, but I was trying to tell you. You know you what I mean? Like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to come from nobody's pockets. Like me helping other business owners, that's important to me. Me seeing you win, and I've said that like many yeah. times. Yeah. Like, when you win, I win. That's right. important to me. You're th you thriving is I want to see that. Right, you know what I mean? I want to provide that sense of ease. But when you try to like, like nickel and dime, you know what I mean? Then it's kind of like, mm. but that goes back to my other thing. So now I know who I want to, who I want to work with. So I don't have to necessarily like, um, be presented or entertain those people. I just, when you're, when you're ready, you come to see me and watch us get this, watch us get this going on. Watch you see your efficiency, your productivity increase. You know what I mean? Right. Those things checked off your list. But yeah, when people are, when people do try to, you know, go around and be like, oh well, you know, I guess I don't need that. But you're coming to me because you need right. that, right? Like, yeah, and micromanagers. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I understand them, but. I, yeah, I struggle with it too. I know. Being a I, micromanager a lot of people do. like that. So. A lot of people do. But that's also, I think, comes from because you're so passionate about yes. it. And so, you know, you want everything perfect. And and I, maybe it's the Leo in me. Mm -hmm. I realize even like in dating, I'm fucking controlling. It's just like. <laughs> It's just yeah. like you yeah. want to control the situation because you yeah. want to control a narrative. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, Miss Wanna Play God. That's why you get what I'm saying? Like you can't do that. You gotta just be prepared for however things fall out. Of course, yeah. operate with intentions on everything will be good and mm -hmm. attract good energy and things like that, positivity. Mm -hmm. But if shit hit the fan and it goes down, it just gotta go down, but it's for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I definitely I definitely get that. So my pet peeve in motherhood is the damn teenagers. <laughs> 
I have three of them. 17, 14, 13. Ooh. Ooh, you got, yeah, you got levels so, too. You got yeah. levels. So, yeah. like, honestly, you know, they're not bad kids or whatever. It's just, like, the teenagers. And then they got the, the toddlers. Mm -hmm. So, I guess, like, from a help standpoint, it's just like, hey, you see his mom only here. The only one trying to get the money and make it happen. Mm -hmm. And God has blessed me. I'm making it happen. Help me. Mm -hmm. Get him out the way. Mm -hmm. Let me... Cause like even this, I've been up two a.m. Mm -hmm. Two, you know what I'm saying. So I think the last couple of days my shift has been pretty much two a.m. No, mm -hmm. four a.m. Two a.m. Four a.m. Two a.m. Yeah. You know, getting getting the things done. I'll grind it out. Okay, mm -hmm. you tell me you need this for school or whatever. Okay, mental note. So now I need to add yeah x amount of dollars to the project. Mm -hmm. Cool, I can get it done. But like when I say okay, can you entertain your little brother for a while? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> or can you wash the dishes? Yeah. Uh, but then it's just like, my ain't cooked in three weeks. So I got to go to the store, buy the groceries, mm -hmm. put the groceries in the car, drive the groceries home, unpack the groceries, put the groceries up, clean the kitchen to cook, to have to clean again. Don't get me started on the kitchen. So, <laughs> so that's my big, biggest pet peeve when it comes to like motherhood or whatever. Yeah. And I know it's part of the growing process. So when yeah. they get older and have their own kids, they'll look back and be that. But as far as entrepreneurship, like what my biggest pet peeve would be, huh? I think it's similar. Mm -hmm. The price is the motherfucking price. That's what it is, mm -hmm. you know. Because, and I, I know I'm, I'm a very compassionate person when yeah. I do projects. So it's not like I'm trying to hit nobody over the head, right? Right. Or you know, things yeah. like that. It's just like, but then some people, like when I was doing shirts and event setups for personal reasons, you know, personal purposes. Yeah. It was like. Oh, I want this design on this shirt and then this design on this shirt and then this and this and that. And it was just like, but that's a different setup fee for each shirt. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's time consuming now because yeah. you want Elmo over here, you want Cookie Monster, Big Bird, like that's different. And then even with parties and stuff like that, it's just like, this is taking time. And yeah. it's not that I'm trying to, like I say, charge you top dollar or whatever, but I want to charge my worth. Yeah, and so my time. You, exactly. Yeah. So then when you come back and be like, yeah, no, this and this and that, and can't give me a discount and stuff like that, and, I, and, and it just blows my mind because I'm yeah. just like, no, mm -hmm. I'm probably giving you probably a good price to start with yeah. because I know how I price things, mm -hmm. but then it's just like you pay attention, like they say, people, and my mom always used to say this. People beg for what they need, but buy what they want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you need my service, so you want all the discounts and the hookups. But if you want that Chanel bag, you're going to go on Chanel and give them 10 grand or whatever mm -hmm. Chanel accent and not ask for no discount because you know it doesn't apply. Mm -hmm. So keep that same principle. You mm -hmm. know, whether it's a black business, Latin business, whatever the business mm -hmm. type is, a business is a business. Yeah. So if you're receiving the service or receiving the product, pay the damn price. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If not... Go somewhere else. Yeah. And please don't remind me that, oh, Shay Shay do it over here for $5 less than you. Let Shay Shay hook you up there. Clearly, Shay Shay ain't got what I got because you're over here talking to me. Exactly. And I mean that in the most humbling way because, yeah. like,
Like you say, for so many years, I just accepted work, accepted yeah. work. And even now, it's my niche. Like, the branding specialist stuff that I do yeah. is strictly for businesses and brands. Yeah. Because businesses and brands know the operating costs yeah. and the price associated with getting something they done. They know what the investment is worth. Exactly. And yeah. then they're investing in themselves because yeah. this product represents them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's an investment as far as on the personal side. Like they say, they want Jimmy Choo, mm -hmm. you know, experiences on the payless budget. Mm -hmm. So that's my biggest pet peeve. Probably, yeah. you know, that. And then on the cycling side, it's more so like people under, like used to underestimate cycling. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get in there and I'm just paddling. Mm -hmm. And then when I get in there and I turn into a maniac and then they just like, you know, I'm not coming back. But like, I'm giving you what you signed up for. Yeah. Because if we was just in here paddling, you'd be like, yeah, cycling with trees is boring as hell. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, but it's also about that instant gratification because people yeah. feel like, oh, I come to class one day, I'm supposed to be in this. Well, that's with fitness in general. Yeah. I do this one day, I'm supposed to see the results tomorrow when, like, my two Ooh, closest that's friends <laughs> that's been cycling with me the longest, yeah. like, one of them has lost, what, over 10 pounds, the other one over 21 pounds. That's, not, that's just pounds, not even inches. Yeah. But it's a consistency thing. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my, I don't know, those are my yeah. pet peeves. I think that what helped me, too, besides, like, not, for the entrepreneur side, pet peeves, what helped me, um, aside from not, like, just taking anybody, is um, just, like, stepping up with my chest out. And, like, having my um, my imagery done so that when people do see, when they come across Marissa Kelly VA, Dot com, they are like, oh, okay, this is nice. Or if they come across me and they meet me, you know, like face to face, and I'm not just um, like in the forums. Like a lot of times with those type of people, it's like Facebook forums. So it's like, hey, I'm looking for a VA to do da da da. You know, now when I when someone sees me, they're they're booking a discovery call and they've seen what they've seen, and they're like, I want that for me in my exactly. Business. And I'm like, yeah, that shit is in order. Exactly. My website, my everything, my branding, everything, mm -hmm. like. Showing up as her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what I have to work on too because yeah. like, <sighs> I didn't <laughs> Target looking like a hobo and it's just like, bitch, you're a business owner. Like, yeah. if somebody say, how did you get that ass? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a cycling instructor. They're going to look at me like, raggedy bitch, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's definitely yeah. about showing up as yeah. your authentic self. So, yeah, yeah like... Like you say, chin up, chest out. I'm hurt. Yeah. Either you're going to pay my price or you're going to move around. Yeah. Because guess what? Gucci, Louis Vuitton, all them big brands, this is the price. Either you got it or you don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If not, I can give you a payment plan. Yeah. And let me add more value to whatever it is that you, that you, you know, purchase for me because I want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, not because... You tried to nickel and dime me. Right. You know, I'm not going to nickel and dime you. Right. I respect what you do. So when you nickel and dime me, that means that you don't respect what I do. And we can't move to the left. Did y'all hear that? We can go ahead and move around. When they try to nickel and dime you, mm -hmm. they don't respect what you do. Marissa's over here giving y'all all these guys. <laughs> what is your biggest challenge you're facing in your role? Mm. Business projects right now. Mm -hmm. um, and how are you tackling them? Hmm. This one here did my heart right now. Uh, so I am currently switching up my offers. Okay. Um, so I am like getting into a different type of niche and it is a little bit scary. <laughs> and so um, I'm actually, I am currently dealing with imposter syndrome. 
I am dealing with imposter syndrome because I'm like, and it's almost like I've started my business all over. Remember okay. when I said you're always going to evolve as a business mm -hmm. owner? So I almost feel like how I did when I first started. Like, yeah. oh, like I can try it, you know, maybe. Right. But, um, but yeah, so I am, I'm adding a different service currently okay. and I am offering that to people okay. and kind of like daily, I'm kind of like, should I do this? Like, maybe I need to learn. Like, maybe you shouldn't offer. Maybe you can learn just a little bit more. Right. Like another right. Like, how many classes are you going to take? Girl? Right. You already know what to do. But, like, I have those kind of battles, those battles, like, daily on, like, what I should do. Um, and honestly, what has helped me thus far is I went to a networking event a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I was not going to go. I was not going to go because I was scared to show up as myself mm -hmm. and to say, like, Oh, I offer, you know, I offer admin services, but I'm also offering this too right. type deal. Right. Because I wanted to go to this event not offering what I normally do. I wanted to offer something different. And I was just like, like literally it was like the devil and the, and the God on my shoulder. And it was just like, go, you should do it. Like, this is what you said you wanted to do. This was on your to-do list for um, 2023, like your goals list. Go and do it. Right. That's how I was like, mm, I mean, but you know, I mean, you can, but... Like, you're not ready. These people who go into this event, like, they, they already got shit this, right. Exactly. They already know what they're doing. Like, how you know what 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 that's gonna what what is that gonna do for you? And I I literally had a conversation with my friends before and my husband the day before. Cause I was like, I bought the ticket on Tuesday. It was on Saturday. Okay. On Tuesday, I'm like, that I'm going. This right. is it. I'm doing it. Friday, I was like, mm. well, at least you went to Friday because you know, yeah. sometimes you know, but I already bought the ticket. But <laughs> well, you know, sometimes that sponge by two hours later, yeah, <laughs> right? So, like, but it was like Tuesday, I bought the ticket, I'm fired up. Wednesday, I'm gassed. Thursday, I probably shouldn't go to this, it's probably a waste of time. Friday, I'm, I'm on the, for two days, I'm on the phone with my friend, like, mm, I don't know. She's like, well, if you don't feel like you're gonna learn anything, don't go. And I'm like, well, I don't know, I'll probably go just to see. But the reason why I was so nervous, like I said, was because I was gonna go as. The virtual assistant but in a specific right and you know right. i went and i said what i did okay. for that specific thing that like the new service that i'm that i'm um, working on and i actually got people's interest on it okay even after getting their interest on it i'm still like maybe i should tell them i'm really offered no more like <laughs> because i'm so that that imposter syndrome is real like feeling feeling as though like you're not worthy enough or why how can you, you don't got the skills yeah, like, you don't belong at the table you yeah. don't gotta do you ain't got none of that but like and to be clear the service that I'm um that I'm offering is Pinterest like being a Pinterest VA right Along, alongside okay. being my admin and here's the thing I backstory on me and Pinterest if I would have known in college what I know now about Pinterest I would have skyrocketed had no idea but like I have a thorough love for it, and now I see how it can help businesses grow blogs, grow uh, increase traffic, things like that. Well, now this is something that's fun and creative and exciting for me, and I want to add it to business, too, to also help people. And so I'm like, all right, let's go ahead and do it. But, like, why, do people, why, why would somebody want to buy Pinterest? I mean, not buy Pinterest. Why would somebody want to hire you to do their Pinterest? Right. Like, people don't even use Pinterest like that. Yes, they do. Like, oh, I'm they literally, do. they do. And so, like, it's this it's this dynamic of feeling like I don't have enough skill. I don't know enough about the platform. You do. You know what to do. You know what to offer. This is just the only scary part is offering it for the first time in, right. a, in a professional, right. you know, atmosphere. So, the imposter syndrome is my current challenge. And okay. I'm pushing through it because I'm just continuously going. 
Like I might hear it in the back of my head. I'm like, well, but you gotta feel the fear and still do it. Yeah. What's what's the worst that can happen? Someone say no. Someone say I don't like what you offered. You know. And that's just not your client. And keep it moving. That's not it. Or do you need to go back to the drawing board? Yeah. Okay. And what now? Now what? And I always tell myself, I don't have anything against corporate because listen, I am ashamed. I would take one and do my stuff at the same time. But I'm like, we already know what it's like to be in the office. We know what it's like to work corporate. We know these things. We don't know what's, what it's like to do these other things, so why not find out? With the freedom of doing what it is. With the freedom of doing it and the flexibility. You don't know what it's like. So do it. Try it out. If you don't like it, don't do it. Try it out. Just It's just simple. Like If you don't like it, don't do it. If it doesn't work out, okay. Again, it's a lesson learned. I mean, you you definitely hit on some valid points. So, yeah, impostorship syndrome. I'm, like I say, that's part of my affirmation because I deal with that. Because, mm-hmm. like, what I'm doing now as a brand specialist, I did that in 2016 when I first left. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, ran into a bad client because I didn't have boundaries. And, yeah. and then it turned me off to it. Then, you know, now I'm doing it within my scope and it's growing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, as of now, 400 units is probably my biggest order today. So, it's growing. Yeah. Um, but I also struggle with accepting signs from God. Mm. Just like here, I've been here for so long and it, it's been God been saying it's time to move, but oh, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to do this and do that. Mm-hmm. To the point now with, you know, all the issues, the repairs, yeah. it's like unbearable now. Mm-hmm. So like you said, it's like, Nia Long said it. Uh, she was saying like her and her agent, it was on the TikTok. Oh yeah, I saw that. And yeah. She was like, her agent was telling her, you know, I want to work. And she's like, no, I, I want to work, but I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Exactly. Yeah. And she said, What's the worst that can happen? Like, be broke? I know you that already. You get what I'm saying? So, that doesn't scare me anymore. Yes. So, yes. it's just like, like I always tell people, even with fitness, even with myself, it's like, we know what giving up feels like already. Yeah. Let's see what happens when we keep going. That's the mindset I have. Like, and that's the only thing that keeps me going. That is the only, I, you already know what it's like to not have it. You already know what it's like to continuously guess. And think, oh man, this will be so nice if I offer this because I really like this and I'm going to show people how they can do this. And this, so like you've already had the conversation with yourself at night in the daytime on how you can do things. You're planning it out. You're writing it out. Now just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Do it scared. For your industry as a virtual assistant, mm-hmm. interest assistant, virtual assistant, mm-hmm. what are some good strengths or quality traits um, that they can have? Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, what would be some advice on how to get started? Okay. Um, good strengths you should have. Definitely organization. Okay. Um, <laughs> organization, because not only are you organizing yourself as a business, you're organizing other businesses, too, and different entities. You can't show up all willy-nilly and unorganized. Um, definitely communication. Okay. Whether you like to chit-chat a little or a lot, it kind of goes back to the introvert, extrovert. Uh, conversation, you definitely need to be able to um, communicate your boundaries, communicate your process, you know, ask them for their their process, their, not necessarily boundaries, but you know, like how they operate too. Um, and then how to, those aren't top, like top two ones, just organization and communication okay. because as you, as you are a business owner, you're managing yourself, you're a VA for yourself. Right. But you're also here for, for someone right. else. So those are the top two. And then getting started, that can vary. So you don't necessarily need um, a degree. You right. don't need a like you know program or anything like that. In particular, to start being a virtual assistant, you can right. just you can be one. You know. Um, however, I would say 
if you um, come across certain like resources that are online that get like a couple of like um, YouTube videos and things like that. I took a course that was called um, the Virtual Savvy System. I didn't take it oh, yeah. to become a virtual system. I just did it for like the back end of business stuff because they had a lot of like pre-made documents. Right. Like, yeah. like the, it was really helpful on like templates and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then also like just getting the insight because I've never run a business right. online before. And I'm like, I don't know. So having that um that one is a good one i would say to if you wanted to start being a va pick out what it is that you're good at just naturally that can help others some people are really good at doing graphic okay you don't have to be a va for businesses that you know want to do i don't know nonprofit. you can do it for hair businesses lash people you know lash techs nail techs if you are really good at um excel Data entry, that's a good starting one. Or even further along with the, the masses of Excel, because Lord Jesus, I don't know what. <laughs> they can really do some stuff right there. But just pick one or two things that you're really, really good at and see how you can help others with it. And that can be as simple as if you were, if you're good at, um, let's just say PowerPoint, right? And you've helped your cousin with their high school PowerPoint or whatever, go back to that time when you helped someone and think about what it is that you did to help them. And it made it easier. It made you feel good, made them feel good right. with that end product. And then just go from there. Build from that build from that point and go um, go as as easy as you can, meaning like take your time. Don't try to rush into right. it. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of moving factors. If you can, definitely as a resource look into um, some like templates that'll mm -hmm. help or like legal templates, things of that nature. But I would say, I would say to, to do those things, if you want to become a VA, find the one or two things that you're really, really good at. Think okay. about how you've helped people in yourself, even with yourself, how you've helped people with that. And then see how you could market that to other, to other people right. or other businesses. Right. And it's okay if you have like this broad, like I just want to help everybody who needs this and that. The niche and down can come later on. It, sometimes it doesn't come as soon as you want it to because, I mean, you're just getting started, right? right. Like, the, and it's for some people, process. yeah, some people it starts like you can get it. Like, okay, I want to do, I want to do um, lash technicians. I only want to make stuff, you know, or do bookkeeping for you know the beauty industry. Right. You can do that, but just take your take your time as far as what you want to do because if you start to open yourself up to to everyone, you're gonna start grabbing everything. Well, I need to do this. I need to add that. And then you're gonna feel intimidated. Potentially, you could be. You could feel intimidated by trying to do so many things and not just focusing on the one or two things you're good at and how it can help others. So, communication. Mm -hmm. Organization. Organization. <laughs> yes. And then finding your niche. Mm -hmm. Okay. Y'all heard it. All of those things. Just we went over the. Um, how to break into the industry and things mm -hmm. like that. So, do you have any mentors or, you know, like professional figures that you look up to? Like, yeah. I know with cycling, one of the people that helped me like break into it that I absolutely love was uh, Alex Tucson. Mm -hmm. He was the uh, well, he is one of the Palatine instructors. Oh, okay. And you know, black guy from like New York that area. Okay. But you know, I, I I started off riding to him, and I'm just like. To see first someone black teaching the class, mm -hmm. you know, was different.
for me. Mm -hmm. Then also like his music, his style. Mm -hmm. He'll drop a few cuss words in the back. I'm like, oh yeah, he's himself. You know, <laughs> I so connect with that. Yeah, yeah. I connect yeah. with that. So mm -hmm. with uh, what what you're providing as a virtual assistant, mm -hmm. um, is there any like influencers, professionals, mm -hmm. or mentors? Yeah, that you would recommend. Um, well, for me personally, a person that is you know, I guess like famous or whatever, it's Miley Teal. She's a, the creator of Curlbox. So I've been following her for quite some time. And although it's not <laughs> VA related, just her as a, a black businesswoman, a black entrepreneur, a mom, like just watching her on her journey has been very inspirational to me. Mm -hmm. She is a person that will kind of like tell you, tell it to you how it is in a sense, but in a calm way, but also be like, listen, if you need to do what you need to do, then do it. Like, it's not a whole bunch of fluff. Um, and someone that has inspired me as an entrepreneur is actually um, my cousin, Rachel Ivy. So I used to um, I used to do some work uh, for her. And she was the first person that was like, boss lady. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, fabulous life, get it done. Like, okay. and she was the, she was the one person that, gave me responsibilities like within her business she gave me the responsibilities and she believed that i can do it and also she took me along the way with her mm -hmm. and very much so i'm a i'm a behind the scenes type of girl i don't really have to be in the office but she made sure i was in the room like i was in the room with her we were going to these nice things and stuff i'm like i just want to go home but she without me like now i know you know what i mean but she was opening like my eyes and my right. these environments so we're going into these, you know, big buildings, big meetings, like big name businesses and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, this is Marissa. You know, this is my executive assistant, so on and so forth. I'm like, hey, how you doing? To me, I'm like, I don't, you don't right. need to introduce me. Right. But it got to a point where now it's like, oh, hey, Marissa, how you doing? Right. Things like that. Or now when I go into um, a corporate event or something like that, I'm not shy because right. I've had that experience. And I've had that where someone believed in me without me even knowing it. Right. And was just yeah. like, yeah, you need to be in this room. Yeah, you need to see how this how this works. You know, you need to, you deserve to have nice things. You deserve to be acknowledged for what it is that you do. So forever, <laughs> forever, forever grateful for her. Shout out to you, Rachel. Um, because she, she really did show me the ropes. And I didn't even think I was going to need it. it. It's years later. Years later. And I'm just like, my God, she had me doing things that I didn't even, you know, like handling certain types of businesses. Well, I'm just like, let me just drop this off. Let me just, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, oh, well, if I have to do something and it's a, it's a large amount type of project or something. All right. That's fine. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny you say that because when I was working at corporate at the Transit Authority, my general mm -hmm. manager, Samantha Lucky, similar. Mm -hmm. Um, black woman built her, you know, grew her way up from mm -hmm. what temp bus operator up to general manager. Mm -hmm. Dressed, I mean, dre mm -hmm. you know, when I say put that shit on, she put that shit on, and mm -hmm. you know, it's like she kind of took me under her wings yeah. and stuff. And I'm just out here lost, three kids, right. they young. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Right, right. I'm just trying to keep keep a check coming in so yeah. I can keep a roof over the head. But she did. She. You know, we would go out to eat, nice restaurants, um, you know, just have conversations. Yeah. She going to, like, um, events at other, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. satellite locations or different locations. She's taking me with her. Mm -hmm. Hell, one day, you know, after hours, we at the Louis Vuitton store. She's shopping, and I'm just like, 
you know, and to yeah. this day we do have a relationship, but mm -hmm. she, you know, I think she was, and I give her her flowers now. She was yeah. one of those women that kind of like poured into me yeah. and helped me to raise the bar. Yeah. Seriously. You know, like stop, stop, you know, like stop selling. Like you can get whatever. And she was one of those. And she had a husband or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just recently, she just sent me a new house that she just closed. Million dollar home. Good and it's just her and her husband. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was just like. She had that mentality as I'm. I want it. I'm gonna go get it. Yes, period. That part. Yeah. I'm not asking for permission. I'm mm -hmm. giving notice. This is what I'm going to do, yeah. and she made it happen. Yeah. So I definitely think it's important, um, especially as Black women, to see other Black women mm -hmm. winning and thriving mm -hmm. and getting it for themselves, and not to discredit the fact of having a partner or yeah. being submissive or any of those things, but to see other women getting to their bag. Yeah. Uh, without tearing the other sister down to mm -hmm. get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like to see somebody's true worth ethic and mm -hmm. just the way they can walk in a room and network and things like that to yes. get them to where they want to be and you don't hear no story about them fucking and doing, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, yeah. so that's definitely important. So I definitely, I definitely understand that yeah. aspect. Yeah, for sure. Cause once you, I feel like once you get that experience, it's over with. Like you feel like you can do anything. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, I lost, I did that. I did that before. I don't need to to do anything else. And like when people, when she used to give me um like certain responsibilities, I was and I, I'm not a bad person. I'm not a, like a stealer or a scammer. I'm like you trust me with right. this. Like this is a lot, do you? And she's like, yeah, because it's actually by two o'clock. And I'm like, okay, um, all right. And I did it, and then, and then it just kept like growing from there. I'm in a room with like political figures and and things like that and now it's like okay well now and that helps that helped me too in my business because now when i say i i stand up and i sit up with my chest down this is what i offer this is who i am because i know i know better right i know i've been in, the in that room yeah right i've been in that room and i know that now i need to go into the next room to to be around even bigger people so that i can better myself but i i've had those stepping stones that I didn't know that they were there, but when it was time for me to pick them up and put them, in, apply them in my business, well, now I can do it. So, forever grateful for that. Yeah. Huh? You don't remember? <laughs> I love, I'm coming up. I'm just like, I'm scared. I'm like, right now. <laughs> Some of them are like, okay. So, what's one thing, and we get, I mean, if you want to keep it light, that's fine too. Mm -hmm. So, what, what is one thing about your a career, what is one thing about your career that no one agrees with? Mm. Now I just saw one of your t your uh, Instagram was like uh, <laughs> contrary to popular opinion. Oh, um, I would say that off the top of my head, maybe like hustling. Hustling is the it's okay. It's normal to hustle. Team no sleep. Yep. Yeah. Team no sleep. Team hustling grind. Team. No, you don't. You and that's and that's just coming from a, a personal standpoint too. Cause I'm over that phase in my life. Oh, me too. I don't. I'm. What am I doing all that for? What am I? What am I hustling and grinding for? The money? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nah, that ain't it. Because I circulate money, and money comes back to me in abundance every single time. <laughs> Amen. You know what I mean? So whether whether it's in my account or if it's in transition to my right. account, it's on the way. It's on the way. It's, it's, on the it's way. got my name it's on it. Coming. Yeah, but like you don't have to. Hustling is not always okay. You know what I mean? And I think that, and I sometimes I do use the word hustle, like, loosely. But that's because, like, I haven't, like, changed my vocabulary around it. Right. And I try to say, like, well, I, I need to be in alignment with something. But, I mean, I try to say now what I say is you have to work diligently. You don't, sometimes you don't have to work hard. 
Because hard work to me is like laborious work. You know what I mean? Like you lifting and you're, you know, all that stuff. But you can work diligently and consistently on something. Is it necessarily hard? No, but it takes time and patience to do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And having just having that different mindset kind of helps you out because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm not just so I'm over this. This is just too much. I got burnout. And sometimes it's okay. You will get you will get burnout. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you ain't gotta hustle for your business. If it's for you, it's for you. If you want it, you know it's a it's it's already about to come to pass. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So like, and when you do hustle, oftentimes. You hustle, hustle sometimes can also be associated with fear. And it can also, like, over overwash your main goal. Yeah. Because, for example, a you're lot of us, you're, right, you're hustling, and you hustling for what? Money. Right. So now you're like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and now, and now you're tired. Now you're not even, now you're not even a, being in alignment with what it is that you want to do in the first place. You're taking on things that are minuscule. You shouldn't even be doing. That's somebody else's job. You just need to be working and looking towards your initial goal and what it is that you want to do so that you can get, you know, if it is related to money, you can get that amount of money, right. not just taking every little thing. Right. And sometimes when you hustle, you might miss something. You go to a network event, right? And you're trying to, you're, you're in that hustling, right? Trying to like give your car here, give your car there. You're not making meaningful conversations. You try to, you see the millionaire in the room, but you ain't talking to the, to the, to the little thousand there right now. You don't know what they got going on. They right. could easily connect you to that millionaire, but now you hustling, trying to get your way to them to give them your card and say something. They're not trying to listen right. to you. Right, right. Build right. those connections. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to build them within yourself, build them within the community that you serve or that you want to serve, and help out that way. You don't always need to hustle so much and grind. Yeah. And you do, and when I say that again, you do need to put in the work. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You do need to be active in what it is that you're pursuing. But don't get so, I'm chasing the bag. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to chase nothing. Yeah, I'm done chasing the bag. The yeah. bag is chasing me now. The bag is chasing you. The bag is constantly trying to get up to you. And hey, hey, I got some more to put in your hand. Hey, 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 come here, come here. Slow, slow down. Mm-hmm. I need to sit next to you. I need to be in your lap. You know, it's setting yourself up in that, in that mindset and that atmosphere that, you know what? This 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 some hard shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is some rough stuff, but I know I can do this. You know what I mean? And not all days are gonna be, you know, unicorns and rainbows, and it's not so easy to be like, Yeah, I ain't gonna hustle, I ain't gonna grind. But I just I want you the next time when you think of yourself like I'm gonna hustle and get this, I'm out here doing, you know, let's say with your shirts, right? Not saying that you would do this, but oh, I need to get like twenty orders for the for the month. Let me hustle and get this. Now you just you doing all these things and it's the it's the twenty eighth of the month. You ain't seen no twenty orders. You 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 only got two. Right. Now you like, damn. What else can I do? Because you was out here hustling, not being like, you know what? Let me go ahead and show behind the scenes of how I did something and show you know how I piece things together to get those eyes to get of interest for somebody to say, oh snap. Well, can you do this a different way? Right. That can that can easily start to make a funnel for your money right. to come in. You just out here, you trying to, you know, oh, I need to put this ad out. Nothing wrong with ads. I'm just using an example. <laughs> you know, but I need to put this out. I need to connect with this. I need to post like five times a day and do it this way. Where's the intent? Right. A lot of times when we hustle, we miss the intent Ooh. on what it is that we want to offer. I just came from everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we miss the intent on, on what it is that we want to offer. And sometimes what it is we want to do. And it sounds cliche. But 
I thoroughly believe that you should be operating yourself and your business out of joy, out of happiness. Because when you are doing those things, it becomes like it's easy. It's nothing. And granted, like, yes, we got to take care of bills. We got to take care of kids, you know, but you got to at least leave something for you to be excited about. For me, that is like um, DIY, blogging, crafting. At one point, I was trying to make money off of it. I was hustling. I'm like, I need to... I need to make some money off this. I'm going to make this for small business owners who are just like me. Who are, when I say I struggle, I spent so much money. Crafting can make, be expensive as hell, too. Di digital designs, they, they make a dime. When I said, you know what? I'm going to fall in love with creativity again, and I'm going to just do it. Like the Valentine's Day cards. I was just making them for my son. Right. I had like three orders. I'm like, I should have put this out in January. If that was the case, but I'm operating out of joy right. now. I'm operating because I want to do this and the money is to come right after that. So please, <laughs> if you're watching this, you're listening to this, try to change your mindset from not hustling. I'm not going to hustle to get this, but you know what? I'm going to be in alignment of what it is that I want to do and what it is that I'm going to go after. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do everything with intent and purpose. Not just to be hustling and grinding for what? Because you need sleep. But also, I think that plays a part into like the scarcity mindset. Yes. I operated in so long. And like I say, now I'm at this place where I am, you know, like I say, speaking against that. Because yeah. it's always like, is there enough? Oh, I got to do this. I got to do yes. that. So, like you said, you're just taking everything. And the moment for me, it's scarcity and then a lack of faith. You know, mm -hmm. if you believe in a higher power, you believe in God. Yeah. Uh, like everything I've been through recently have definitely brought me closer to him. And it's just like, you know, if he take care of these damn birds, mm -hmm. he going to take care of me. It's going to come through. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like I recently, you know, and went to Facebook about feeling burnout, mm -hmm. you know, and I talked about it and so many women chimed in on the conversation and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a week of rest. Then I get somebody, hey, we need 400 this. Mm -hmm. But that's because I was intentional. I'm going to rest. Mm -hmm. I'm going to reevaluate the plan. Yep. And like you, you know, I love fitness. I love that stuff. And it's just like branding is my, my brand stylist is something I, I do. That's mm -hmm. what I do. Mm -hmm. However, fitness is like my passion. Mm -hmm. I love workout clothes. I, mm -hmm. My friends be having on shit. I be like, come here, let me feel that. Let me mm -hmm. see what you got on. So that's my passion. So instead of me trying to make it, a business because mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be I mean wherever God takes me is that's where he takes me but right. like even when I was doing my classes I kept it affordable because it was just something I enjoyed doing do, yeah. so now it's like okay let me pivot mm -hmm. the fitness and take it online so mm -hmm. people you know when I'm when I'm passionate about it or in the floor of things I can post a video and do stuff yeah. like that but there's no no struggle or no fight to commit because now I got to do this yeah. because I'm making money off of it. Yeah. But let me focus on where I feel like God has called me. Like yeah. you, helping businesses. How many, so many businesses I look at and be like, bro, let's get you some shirts. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. You know, then I pass them on to you. Mm -hmm. You need a virtual list. I can't do all that. <laughs> right. But I'll get you set up. I know a virtual assistant yeah. going to roll with you. Okay. Yeah. I did, you know, and I pass the baton. But it's like, since I've made that pivot, Things are just like water now. It's just like easy. It's so much easy because there's no fight no more. Yeah, and you people want to be attracted to your passion. Like when you put stuff online, people are attracted to your passion. Level. Right, because they see mean? it, you know. And and it was crazy because I did a setup for my one of my closest friend her birthday party, mm -hmm. and I was just in there, uh, just decorating and doing yeah. everything. And then out the blue, uh, one of her friends, we're we're good friends now too. She was mm -hmm. like. Patrice, in your eye, when you were just setting up, 
it shows. Like, you're passionate about this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, me, I'm just in my zone, mm -hmm. you know. She's like, it's showing. So, I definitely agree with you in that aspect. Mm -hmm. uh, when we, you know, so, like, I, I agree. No more hustle. It's all about intent yeah. right now. It's very much about intent. Because once, yeah. I mean, you just, once you start to be like, man, I'm just do this because I want to do this. This this is making me happy. I don't care if it's making snow cones in this wintertime. Right. Somebody about to come and tell it's a birthday, it's a baby shower, it's something. something. Right. Something's gonna come and you're gonna get it. The people gonna come lining up through the doors for your snow cones versus, you know, oh, I gotta get it like, you know, this is it. I need to. And one thing that I always think about is when I think about hustling sometimes and money is like if you have if you have your fist closed when it comes to money, like I gotta I gotta save this for this and I can't spend this, I need that, but I can't spend it. How how can money how can money right. get in your hand? Let it let it loose a little bit. That's let what they say. That. Same thing with chasing multiple rabbits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so as an entrepreneur, what are some of your favorite hacks mm -hmm. and what time of the day is your best like window to just to do things? So, um power hours, one of my favorite hacks, um, or power thirties. And all that is is literally like I got thirty minutes to just work. That's it. Right. I got an hour to just work. That's it. Um, timers. <laughs> it seems so like easy, but timers. So set like Alexa, set my timer for so and so. I do that. Um, I do like to have. I'm a color coordinator type of person. Mm -hmm. So me with um, colors and just writing things down in different colors for different things. That helps me a lot. Okay. But, um, one of the top top things that I do is the power hours and the power thirties. And usually I'll have it at about maybe from like 10 to 11 mm -hmm. is one for me. After that, it's over with. But in the, the later times of the day, if I can apply the power 30, the power, uh, the power hour to any part of the day. Oh, and I know now, I'm like, okay, whenever I need to do it, like, this is what I'm going to do. If I know that, you know, the kids are outside for a little bit, maybe I got a power 10. Right. I don't have a power 30 right now. But it helps me to feel like I'm accomplishing something okay. where I can just, like, check it off check it off my list for sure. I mean, you can do, like, um, sticky notes and, and, like, the task apps and stuff like that. Um, but I try to not be on my phone. Ooh, the focus option on your phone clutch oh my god when you put that on the iphone power, we don't know if android's got it. <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i don't know if we don't android know. Has it. but the uh that that focus or that work option, yeah yeah and then i take it a step further to make sure i only have certain people yes or certain things like chime if needed Woo, that's so even with that though in mm -hmm. itself on days where it's just like okay mentally i need a break mm -hmm. I will switch that list to people that I know are going to be more positive yeah, and yeah. more draining. Mm. And I don't okay. care mama, daddy, auntie, cousin. If it's one of them days and I know you're calling a dump mm -hmm. instead of to take something off, mm -hmm. you're not getting through. So, yeah, that's mm -hmm. definitely that's definitely correct. Yeah. I think with me, though, I am an early riser. Yeah. I'll go bed at 9 um, and be up at 4, 5 a.m., you know, mm. just just getting to a button for me. That's when my house is the quietest. Yes. Um, so that's that uninterrupted me time. Mm -hmm. So I definitely get that. But I'm going I'm to try those power hours. Yes. Yeah, definitely try it. See how it works for you. Um, and then also, too, just use it in correlation with the focus, the little focus option. Because right. that way it kind of helps. And the only thing you need to set is your timer on your phone. Right. And sometimes you'll start to, feel, to find yourself like, hey. Right, right. When you I'm, have five more minutes, is something? I kid you not, something always come up, and it's like, dang, okay, I just gotta wait till the next time. Okay, because it allows you to be like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and work on this. 
30 minutes is enough time for the chicken to thaw. Right. <laughs> do this. Once it's over with, I'm going to go ahead and cook dinner. That makes sense. Do what I got to do. Everybody ate. Everybody cool. Here's a snack. Let me try a power hour now. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I feel like it helps with mom life. <laughs> mom life, for sure. Well, I know you talked about stepping into like the arena of being the Pinterest mm -hmm. uh, virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. So what maybe other area or maybe other business that you will be interested in trying? Mm -hmm. and, and what is an underrated tool that you absolutely like just? Hmm. Okay. Well, yes. So Pinterest is new offering that as a actual business service. But I would love to dig deeper into blogging. And actually getting paid to clear blogging. What a, I think that that would be um, that's something that's it's actually funny because I don't believe I'm a great writer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I write how I talk, yeah, so like I always have to go back. Grammarly, but, got put the grammarly yeah, you got to put it. Want to do a couple tabs? Yeah. Um, but I think that blogging is something that I definitely want to get into. I like the I like the community behind it. Mm -hmm. I like pretty things, so I right. like to you know it's something that you can kind of. A little bit of business, a lot of bit of creativity too, mm -hmm, and a little mm -hmm. bit of pleasure. Um, as it relates to like my VA business, aside from Pinterest, I probably want to um, mess with a little bit more of like Kajabi. So a lot of that's for like the, the people or Kartra, I think that's what it's called. Um, for like the online businesses that have classes and memberships online. I think that's pretty cool because a lot of stuff that I use, they actually use that. And I'm like, huh. Okay, yeah, go no, figure it out, girl. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> yeah, because I'm like, this actually seems pretty interesting, especially with it being, uh, when I think of like a program like that and how it works with like email marketing and other things, it kind of like ties in all at the same time. Um, but yeah, something like that where it's like, all right. Here's this, here's that, this is what it looks like, and it seems like pretty seamless. Like a flow. Mm -hmm, a flow. I definitely would do that, but off top for sure, um, blogging. And then what was the other part about tools? What tool? Like, it's underrated, but you absolutely. Ooh, HoneyBook. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. I was just waiting. I was just waiting. HoneyBook. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, it, it is a dope tool. It definitely I, is. I love it. I'm glad that. I just decided to use it yeah. <laughs> because it does make stuff so, yeah, much, so much easier, especially one thing in particular. So one thing that I feel like a lot of people don't like to do, but we got to do it. But like if someone's late on payment, it'll like auto remind them mm -hmm. and it takes it. Because <laughs> I don't, I mean, you don't, don't want to be Yeah, 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 yeah. Let the software do yeah, it. Yeah, let the software do it. And then like if you need to, you can just like remind it again. And it's like, I just, uh-huh. They, <laughs> I've only had to do that a very few amount of times, but like I think that that's one of the most clutch things because like sometimes you struggle with you like can you and you want to be understanding, but right, that right. that business person and right. like that nice person like you have to oh they yeah you got to kind of like find that in between and sometimes you just got to show up as a business person. I've had it where someone was like, "Didn't I just pay you?" And I was like, "Yes," but that was your first part. This is your right. other part. Nice is, you know what I mean? And so, but that does help. And also, too, with just, like, having your templates already ready, it saves you time, so you're not always, like, going back to a file and putting it in. Like, it has it where you can just input the information you need. Right, like, right. HoneyBook is lovely. Yeah, um... And it helps, like, with, I think, the professionalism and yes. the security for your clients and yes. stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. one of the things, um, you know, since we've been chat chatting, yeah. um, design approval. Mm -hmm. 
Ooh. So like with t-shirts and mm -hmm. mock-ups and stuff, mm -hmm. I use the design approval template now. Mm. So now it notes that you said, hey, I like this design. Ooh. So when the design comes in, you know how they want that color or whatever in the event that it ever happened. No, you approve this. Oh, I wonder if I could do that for my graphics. Another one that I use, though, is Trello. Yeah. See, I use, uh, that's for task management, right? Mm -hmm. I use mm -hmm. ClickUp. Like I want to use ClickUp. Yeah. I, I have that uh, literally on my yeah, list. Yeah, I like, I like ClickUp better. I've is tried, it? Uh, yeah, but I like, I just like ClickUp. I'm going to try ClickUp because I definitely have that on my list of things to like try out mm -hmm. aside from Trello. Okay. But I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm more questions and then we're going to wrap it up. But um, outside of VA, mm -hmm. what would be a career mm -hmm. that you like looked at like, I could probably kill that shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would like to try that. <laughs> it's it's cheesy. What is? Vlogging. <laughs> I love key. No, seriously. When I was younger, I was like, I want to be one of those vloggers that like have the fun recipes and stuff, and like all the the cutesy little like decor stuff. I just, I'm like, I think I could do but that. I think, but I don't think that's cheesy because like they like sometimes I'm like, there you go. Like I love stores. Like I love mm -hmm. interior decorating. Mm -hmm. I can watch organizational videos on yeah. YouTube, TikTok, whatever things like that. I. So I thought about being a blogger too, but like you said, I feel like I'm not a good writer, even mm -hmm. though it's been, you know, like, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. But I think I would probably do more as a blogger or mm. a real creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I like the visual aspect. Yeah. And like, I can't get on in front of the camera and talk mm -hmm. off, off the top, mm -hmm. opposed to sitting down organizing my thoughts and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I thought about like, what I said I would just get more intentional about like, content creation mm, mm -hmm. so um but i mean I, I think blogging ain't too far off the it's spectrum not, for yeah. everything that you're offering right now anyway and i think well one thing that i said that i would love to do if i which i, I probably care for sure but is um greeting cards making my own she can kill that y'all she can do making that making my own greeting cards when I tell you, I like, I think I said it early, but I'm like mad corny. <laughs> but it's so it's so cute in the way like I'm that person. If the card costs six dollars, it doesn't matter. If it speaks to what they right, my mom in the same I'm way. Yeah, my card. mom the same way. I would love to have my own like greeting and stationary lines. I would. I mean, like I feel like it would just be it would be so fun, and I just. I love sending like happy mail and like people to just, and I know people just throw cards away sometimes. I save my cards, right? but it's just, it's so much fun. And it's just giving somebody that piece of happiness for that day, especially mail. Like just having like a mail line and just confetti when you open it up. Yes. See, <laughs> boom, we gonna speak it. She gonna drop the line right. there, so we gonna go ahead and speak it into existence. You right, you right. I'm, I'm See, me somewhere, I think I wanna be like, <laughs> You know why? It might be illegal. No. Uh, to say. <laughs> no, but um, I, I think I want to, at some point, step into either, like, development mm. or uh, some type of restaurant. I don't know. Because I, I love coffee shops, too. Yeah. So, like, uh, me and my brother have this. Like, it's his idea, but I'm like, yeah, bro, let's get it. Mm -hmm. Because I spend so much time in Panera, Starbucks, you yeah. know. As a mom, it's like sometimes you just want to step away. And, yeah. You know, so I be having so many spins. Like, mm -hmm. what if we incorporate this? So mm -hmm. I think I want to, I do want to step into the restaurant arena at some yeah. point. Um, 
So we'll just see. We'll Listen, see. you have your restaurant and then I can have like a little corner. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? With like a couple of cards. If somebody want to buy like yep. a gift card. And check out. <laughs> and then for the last question, this is a bonus question. A okay. com- I'm sorry, not a bonus, a compound question. Okay. Um. So first part would be what tips, tools, books, resources uh-huh. that you would recommend to someone looking to get into um, the virtual assistant arena. Okay. Um, and then I know, because I know we talked about like how to get started, but mm-hmm. at this point, it's like, hey, I'm a virtual assistant. I'm on the scale. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? I've been dealing with imposter syndrome. I'm ready to say, fuck it, let's roll. Mm-hmm. So, what would you give them in that aspect? Mm-hmm. And then also, what would you tell a younger version of yourself? Mm, okay. So, tool wise, I would say for virtual assistant to they can do the um the virtual savvy course. Okay. I would say to do that, it is an investment, but it is a good one. Okay. Especially if you're brand new, if you don't know how to kind of filter through your thoughts and what it is that you can offer, that is a really great program, a really great system. Um as far as books, I don't necessarily have books as it relates to virtual assistant, okay. but books that, that are very helpful. So I mentioned that you are you are a badass at making money by Jen Sincero. You are a badass by mm-hmm. Jen Sincero, that book um the four agreements although oh, it is yeah, yeah like it's, it's a fifth agreement now though it is it is a fifth agreement too which i need to read but <clears throat> with the four agreements you can apply this to personal but you can also apply it to business too and like I do agree. a good heart check on mm-hmm. yourself i agree um and a very interesting one it's this book called still like an artist which i don't know the author's name however the the concept of the book um in and of itself is pretty much like there's nothing new under the sun. So, the like the ideas that you have already have already probably been put out there before. Mm-hmm. You're just putting your spin on it mm-hmm. and like to go forward with that. Yeah, you know, obviously right. not to steal other people's work, right. but you know what I mean. Like piggyback off of that, I like I like that one too. Okay. Um, and then what would I tell my younger self? I would if I can go back and talk to my younger self, I would tell young Marissa to keep going, like keep. That entrepreneur spirit that you have, do it. And I say that because when I was in college, I started like this butter bar line. It's called Awesomely Whipped Body Butters and Bars. Oh. And um, I thought about it while I was on the 22 Alumni. Okay, you a vibe, shout out. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is dope. I just, again, I love creating stuff. Love body care, love smelling good. So I was just making these things and it was actually helpful to people. But somebody's like, you need to make this to a business. And as soon as I did, it just went to put. Right. Once I, I majored in advertising, when I graduated from college, I felt as though I didn't, I wasn't ready because at school they taught, it was pretty much certain jobs were pushed kind of more than other options. And that, to me, my opinion, that had a lot to do with the connections of the other ad agencies. And the, you know what I mean? So like certain, coming out of school, you wanted to have the copyright, you wanted to have the, you know, all these things. And I didn't feel like I, like, I didn't see or feel like there was a job description for me like I don't think that I would right. fit here so what I ended up doing was I just went back to my retail job and I started making the body butters again and it was helping people with like psoriasis and everything and I remember this one time I was driving I was living with my mom driving home and it was like maybe two o'clock on like a Monday or something or Wednesday and I was like it was this feeling I was like I like this feeling I like this feeling of like making my own stuff and people buying it. Because I think I left the post office. I dropped okay. out something. I was like, I like this. I like how I feel when I do this. And I, it was like, it was just this sense of yes. You know? And I was like, hmm. 
okay, surely after that I have to have a corporate job. <laughs> uh, you know, out of fear and everything, but I would definitely tell myself like that feeling that day when I made the left on her. Yeah, keep that. Okay. That feeling right there, just keep that and go with it. I don't know if I would have been successful with the, right. with the body bars or not, but I would definitely tell myself to continue doing it. I was blogging at that time, too. See, stuff come full circle. Yeah, I was doing it, too. And I was doing, like, some YouTube and stuff like that. Um, I would tell myself to continue doing that because that's when I was that's when I was the happiest. Right. And I was finding myself. I shut all that out and, you know, did the thing that I was taught. Get a job, save money, save money. You know what I mean? And I was just miserable. <laughs> Miserable doing that, but I would for sure just I would encourage myself to don't stop because you think it's cheesy or people aren't right, gonna like right. it or you know just because you don't really have a reference point. Please don't stop because now I'm 31 and I'm I'm pretty much doing the same thing that I was doing before. Full circle. Yeah, it never leaves you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. what I tell myself even now. Like if I could go back, I would tell her, "Girl, leave them motherfucking boys alone." <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass to class. Nice. No, 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 no. But definitely full circle. Just trust. I think with me, it's more so trusting the process. Yeah. That yeah. everything comes full circle. Mm -hmm. You know, like, um, God has a plan. Mm -hmm. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to come together. Everything is working together. Whether mm -hmm. you see it as good at that moment or if you feel like it's terrible, it's all going to come together yeah. for the bigger picture. Yes. So that's what I would definitely So it was a joy <laughs> and a pleasure having you on the first season first episode crazy thing is i had a podcast the swinging patrice show and i was it was called i think small business spotlight or something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. or mompreneur edition and i was interviewing women that were entrepreneurs mm -hmm. to tell their journey mm -hmm. to be transparent vulnerable and you know all that stuff and like you mm -hmm. shied away from it yeah and look fast forward what Three three years later, I'm back exactly. in the goddamn spot. Exactly. Exactly. Locked out of iTunes, can't get the old shit. <laughs> so, uh, but full, it's that full circle thing. Yeah. So it's definitely been a pleasure having you here today to open Likewise. up this new season. And Lord knows where we'll end up. But I just really want real people, real situations to mm -hmm. be showcased. So people can get real encouragement, yeah. not the superficial stuff that we see online. Yeah. Like this, like anything is obtainable, mm -hmm. but you got to put in the work. And mm -hmm. it ain't going to be pretty every day, but you got to put in the work. Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining us, joining us today. But before we get out of here and close out this, if people watching this or see a reel or a highlight or something, they'll be like, you know what? That is one dope ass virtual assistant. How the yeah. hell do I get in contact with her? <laughs> Because we're in Chicago, well, technically the mm -hmm. suburbs, but you can work anywhere as virtual anyway. assistant. So they That's might be in Cali like, hey, I need that type of energy yeah. on my team. How do they reach you? Yes. So you can follow me at Marissa Kelly VA. So that's M-A-R-I-S-S-A. Kelly is K-E-L-L-E-Y. And then the letters V-A. That's one of my social medias. And then if you want to visit me online, uh, it's MarissaKellyVA.com. So definitely follow me. Message me. <laughs> connect with me. I love to connect with other people. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. So get on her calendar to get your business together. Yes. yes. And run and let's all take off. And take off. Mm. And take off. Yes. No, but, okay, I play all day. Look at you. But, <laughs> but definitely, definitely follow her. 
connect with her, even mm -hmm. if it's not from business, but she won't business. Yeah. Um, but just for some motivation and inspiration sure. or insight, or yes. if you're a new virtual assistant, you're like, okay, she's been doing this for a minute. Let me see what type of um, energy or feed or something I yes. can get from her. You might show five years from now, five months, five days from now, you might be mm -hmm. like, hey, She's talking about her mentor. That's going to be my damn mentor because mm -hmm. she's killing shit. So definitely mm -hmm. reach out for her. Yeah. And with that said, we're out. Bye. Bye.